What's up, everybody? We got 10 minutes here. We're going to talk about, as part of our cartridge series for Christmas for all of you, a very requested cartridge from all of you, which is the 280 Ackley. Now, a lot of people just requested Ackley cartridges in general, which I'm sure we'll get into, but the, the 280 Ackley and uh, Ryan Muckenhern is here to spill some of his knowledge on the cartridge. Ryan, what is the 280 Ackley? Explain some of the stuff behind it. I, I did a little research myself. It's a very confusing history. Oh, it's a slippery slope. It is. Yep. How about we how about we dive in? A uh, gentleman by the name of P.O. Ackley, a uh, custom gunsmith prevalent in the 50s and 60s, and, and his work has endured on, uh, was really good at modifying existent cases, optimizing them for efficiency. And he identified that Things like body taper and cartridges weren't really necessary for form, for feeding, for function. He minimized those. He, he popped the shoulders. He's very, very famous for this very distinct 40-degree shoulder. Oh, yeah. It's That's, sharp. Yes. So, you know, most things, like in a 300 Wisdom, you see a 35-degree shoulder or something like that. 40 is like, it might as well be flat. Just about. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so they, they've got this like super, super distinct look to them. And really all he was doing was looking at what the maximum physical constraint of the cartridge could be and still feed and still be safe. And he opened the cases up to that and created this line of cartridges. Now, Ackley cartridges, there's been untold sums of cartridges, pretty much every metallic cartridge, you know, save for like some of the African game cartridges and very old cartridges that have been Ackley'd. Um, hmm. You know, you, you open up a, a Wildcat Handloader's Handbook and you look at 22 Ackley Hornet, 17 Ackley Fireball, 223 Ackley, 22250 Ackley, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. Do those all share a 40 degree shoulder? Yep. yep. Okay. okay. Same, same. And are they all fire formed? Yep. Got it. Okay. Yep. And then I'm going to assume this sharper shoulder here, that increases case capacity? It does. Okay. Yeah. So next to the case, for those who are watching on camera, we've got, and I think it's, I hope it's this camera, um, we've got a... <laughs> Ryan just like... Ryan, Ryan points at a different camera. Right over there. We've got a standard 280 Remington next to a 280 Remington Ackley improved, or AI, as it's affectionately called, or just improved. Um, and you can see where there would have been a very, you know, gradual tapered shoulder that has been bumped out to this very sharp profiled shoulder. The body taper of the cartridge has also been straightened out too. So if we measure this, sure. it's, yeah. it's not a tremendous amount, but it is significant enough to make a difference on paper um, mm -hmm. or, or on a chronograph and then downrange. So it, it does it does provide a ballistic advantage in some cases. In other cases, the, the difference is so negligible that it's, it's probably not even worth doing other than to have something different. Some examples of this, 308 Ackley improved. The gain is absolutely minimum, or minimal, excuse me, and almost to nothing. 30-06 Ackley improved, very small gain. Hmm. Some, some very outstanding representations of the AIs where they really pull away are like, 336 uh, or 338-06 AI, more so than 280 AI, 65-06 AI, and 25-06 AI. Those, oh, there's a 25-06 AI. Yep. Those, the three last, the 25-06 AI, the 6506 AI, and the 280 AI are absolutely fantastic cartridges. A little finicky, pretty high performance. Think like Italian supercar. What do you mean finicky? Is it just in... <sighs> 
Does it have to do with the feeding with the sharp? It, it has or? to do with making sure that you have the correct reamer and die combination. So there's, like you had mentioned earlier, pre-podcast, the, well, and actually into the podcast, the differences in this cartridge's development or, or somewhat interesting offshoots of it. Like, okay. is it a SAMI-spec'd Ackley improved chamber? Is it a 40-degree improved shoulder? Was the neck changed at all? Was the body taper corrected at all? All yeah. these different little tweaks and, and things that have gone on to this make it a little difficult to determine. Yeah, because there was like, because there was the seven, just to like go back in history a little bit, from what I gathered, correct me if I'm wrong, there's the seven millimeter out six, mm-hmm. which is also the 280 Remington. Kind of. Kind of. But the seven millimeter out six also makes me think of 270 out six, which also makes me think of the 270 Winchester. Also kind of. Also kind of. Okay. But then there was the 7-millimeter out 6 improved, which P.O. Ackley did. Yep. But then a guy by the name of Fred Huntington came out with the, after the 280 Remington came out, he had the 280 RCBS. Yep. Which then Ackley improved that. And then later on, all the way into 2007, you've got Nosler coming in and Sammy specking out the the Ackley. So there's all kinds of stuff that was going on in there. There is. And, And it's still kind of difficult to weed all of that out. Now, there's more and more factory rifles coming out chambered in 280 Ackley, and they're using the SAMI drawings for that chamber. Which hmm. they okay. have to. Yeah, correct. Um, where prior to that, if you bought a 280 Ackley, depending on who you bought it from, was it a homebrew gunsmith? Uh, you know, a lady or gentleman very talented with a lathe and a, a chamber reamer? What chamber reamer did they use? Hmm. What dies did they intend to use with that chamber reamer? Gotcha. Now the new stuff, like you can get a Nosler M48, you can get a uh, Kimber, you can get a Cooper. You can get uh, Montana Rifle Company. There's a whole bunch of you know good rifle brands out there that are chambering in 280 AI. They are the what we're going to call the commercial 280 AI, um, the one that you go buy dies from Hornady from or buy dies from RCBS from. A little bit more standardized yep, there. Yep, correct. And it is, like I said, it's a very, very, very nice cartridge. It might be the best cartridge overall if you want to start checking boxes for North American game. Oh dear. Oh, yeah. done it. Do explain. So, some advantages that it offers over like say the standard 280 which we again have here next to it is just velocity. We're able to push heavier bullets faster. So the What kind the, of velocity are we talking about this so 280? This is one of my hand loads. This is a 160 grain Nosler Acubond and that one's coming out of my barrel which is a 25 inch gun at like 2960, 2970. That's I actually not even coming out as fast as a 270. Uh, yeah, but it's a 160-grain projectile. Oh, yeah, sure. Right, yeah, with a higher BC. And you know how I feel about BC. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I actually switched to the 168 Nosler Acubon long range out of that gun, and I was getting effectively the same numbers when I'd done some powder tweaking. Uh, standard 280 is probably going to be 100 feet per second slower, if not maybe even a little bit more. And th- the cartridge really emulates the 7-millimeter Remington mags numbers almost identically until you get into really heavyweight bullets like a 175 uh, or some of the very heavy 7s that get into the 180s, 190s, like the very high BC long range stuff. Cartridges like the 7 Remmeg are going to excel just because they have case capacity and they could then push that big giant bullet. But it does offer a, a notable improvement over its you know, standard cousin or brother. I'm not really sure what it would be. Child? Parent? Um, <laughs> Acquaintance? Yeah. Lighter recoil than the OT6, flatter trajectory than the OT6, comparable bullet weight in the OT6, higher sectional density than the OT6. Hmm. So it checks all the boxes that the OT6 does with recoil like a 270 or a standard 280, 
with great flight characteristics. Um, I built it because I wanted one gun for a lot of things. I wanted to get away from large magnums, and I wanted to get into something a little more snoozy than, say, like a 6.5 Creedmoor or a 243, which I've done a lot of hunting with as well. Uh, and so I had a 280 Ackley built. It is a phenomenal cartridge. My load development was almost nil. Uh, it was the mm-hmm. second load in that bullet weight that I settled on. A gun shoots like a 0. 0.2, 0. 0.3 on average, mm. uh, and it's a laser beam. I think it's, it's, it's quite lovely. It yeah. is quite interesting. It has so much going for it. Yeah. And yet, I feel like its popularity is just like, like has a cult following. Like if you're yeah. into it, like you, it's like if for you, sure. if you know, you know, and you're like, no, this is a excellent, excellent choice. But it just seems to get overlooked. It's kind of a tuner's cartridge at this time. Is it finicky as far as like accuracy and stuff? No, I, I don't think so because the rifles that it's available in out of the box are really good guns. Right. Um, I think Bergara just dropped a B14 as well. Uh, in 280 AI. So what did you mean by tuner's cartridge then? So if you really want to squeeze some juice out of it, oh. you can load that cartridge well past your expectations with powders. Uh, a couple of our good friends out in Utah have, have taken the 280 AI to a level that I actually didn't think you could. And they're doing it safely and on the regular. We've got a, a local contingency of some older gentlemen at our, our gun club that load AI cartridges like crazy. They've kind of got like a little club going on. And the numbers that they're putting up, like, I'd say I'm pretty modest at, you know, mid-29s. They're putting up, like, 3,100 oh. with the same bullet, similar barrel lengths, but they're, they've, like, really dialed in the powder charges and the types of powder to use in yeah. that case, which is also why I can't buy Reloader 26 at uh, my local powder store. Thanks, fellas. Um, <laughs> but great cartridge. Very passive-aggressive. <laughs> if if it's if if you want a very high performance cartridge, you don't want the recoil of like a seven rem mag, a seven wisdom, a seven som, and a som would be probably pretty tolerable, I guess. Two eighty Ackley is a great option. The factory options available in rifles are great as well. Cool cartridge, I love it. It it is kind of uh, it's kind of one of my crown jewels in my safe. Is it your favorite cartridge? Ryan? I don't think so. I don't think so. I hear you talk about it a lot. It's really good, but I don't think it's my favorite cartridge. Do we reveal this? What is your... Do you have... When I'm thinking about all of them lined up looking at me longingly, I, I kind of want to say 4570. I knew it. I knew he was going to say 4570. I knew it. Most forgiving cartridge to load, most versatile cartridge I've loaded. I've loaded 405 grain bullets at 1,000 feet per second. I've loaded 300 grain bullets at 2,000 feet per second. You can get it in a lever gun. You can get it in a bolt gun. You can get it in a single shot. All right. Well, this is a 280 AI yeah. podcast. Yeah. We'll save that for another talk. But fun fact about the 280, it it also was called the 7mm Remington Express, which brought a lot of confusion to the table. That's where I'm getting confused because I keep hearing, because it's like 7mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no, but it's it's not. Did it? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> So, if you're so out, I was going to ask about. I was like, "Well, isn't the 280 actually a seven millimeter?" And then you know, and and then you're talking about the seven mil. Like then I'm like, "Oh, I guess it's not a seven. It, it is. Right. Yeah, it's it, the bullet diameter is point two eight four. So same projectile diameter as like a seven rem mag or anything like that. It was at one time called the seven millimeter Remington Express. This is different than the seven millimeter Remington Magnum. What does Express mean though? Because um, you hear about like the 450 Nitro Express, right? So it was a affectionate term coined to be, um, you know, very efficient, lighter recoiling option. Oh, hmm. okay. Nothing about a 450 Nitro Express is. It was kind of just a in vogue term at the time. Express. I always picture somebody coming up in like a little box truck, real fast, like beep beep, and then they just 
delivery. Express delivery. <laughs> right. Um, if you happen to have uh, an old Remington marked 7mm Remington Express and you have matching ammo for it, don't give it up for a song. It's worth more than its 280 counterpart a couple of years later. It was just remarketed as then the 280 Remington. By that time, the 270 had taken hold so strong and so fast that the 280 almost became a lead balloon. And and was actually chambered in some very strange guns that did the cartridge no justice at all. Hmm. Remington seventy six hundred carbine, uh, two eighty, doesn't make sense. High performance cartridge, pump action rifle with a short barrel. Yeah. Uh, so the cartridge did have some waffling for the first few decades of its life. It just never got put into the right platform to really breathe. Um, and the 270 really stomped it out in terms of sales numbers. And, and it wasn't until very recently that it started to pick up steam. But nothing nothing more excites me than seeing an Ackley shoulder on a, <laughs> a standard case like a 280 Ackley. It, it's I a look, neat looking cartridge. It is a neat looking cartridge. And, and I do look at that and it just, it to me, it really emulates a lot of these quote modern case designs yeah. that we have mm-hmm. today. And it, it dates does. back to 1960 something. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, Again, hopefully that satisfied uh, all of your longing to hear the discussion around the Ackley Improved Cartridges, and more specifically the 280 AI. So uh, thanks, everybody. Again, for all of your requests, these uh, the series here uh, is our holiday gift to all of you out there. So stay tuned <laughs> for more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> enjoy, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. See you. Bye.